BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors Morgan Wood and Bree Wood to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Morgan and Bree, my two faves. Where you been? Oh, yeah. <laughs> doing pretty good. Yeah. How about you, Bree? Hi, how are you? I'm doing all right. Thank okay. you. Okay. I like to hear it. Okay. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. So it's a busy week, so we're going to move through these pretty quick. But first up, big news. A lot of people on the right have been wanting something to happen, and it feels like something's starting to happen. So President Biden's son made headlines this week after it was announced that he struck a plea deal to avoid felony charges. Bree, why don't you get us started with the story uh, on Hunter Biden and Morgan, then we'll follow up with you. Yeah, this was very, very messy, in my opinion. But um, mm-hmm. Hunter Biden, of course, is the son of President Joe Biden, and he is going to plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors. Um, the Justice Department revealed this from the court filings earlier in the week. And he, as you said, struck a deal with federal prosecutors to resolve a felony gun charge. Now, as part of this plea agreement, um, the DOJ has agreed to recommend a sentence of probation For the two counts of failing to pay taxes in a timely manner, also, a judge will have the final say on any sentencing. So a lot of people feel like this has kind of been a slap on the wrist for Hunter Biden um, because of who he is. Mm. Um, And the charges were also detailed in a criminal filing in a U.S. district court in Delaware. And that is where a Trump appointed U.S. attorney um, has been conducting the probe that previously explored some allegations of money laundering foreign lobbying and other potential charges. Now, as far as this laptop that we've been talking about for years goes, we -hmm. still don't know exactly what is on it, but allegedly uh, it is said to have some type of racy photos or videos of him and also maybe some depictions of drug use, allegedly. So that is still a thing. Um, And we don't know what's going to happen with that. But this investigation um, for some people is still not over, even though on the Biden side, they're saying this is a wrap. We're good. Mm -hmm. He's got the plea deal, but you have people on the right still investigating Hunter for other charges. Sure, sure. Morgan, your thoughts. 
Yeah, so um, I'll start with um, some reaction from the White House and uh, White House spokesperson and President Biden himself, the First Lady, saying that they do love their son and support him as he continues to rebuild his life. Um, and yes, as Bree mentioned, the right side or the right side of the aisle is having a field day with this and using this as possible leverage in um, Trump's case because they're just like you uh, mentioned before, Bree, uh, calling it a uh, sweetheart deal. Um, while President Trump is, or former President Trump, rather, is uh, being indicted. So, um, Attorney Merrick Garland is actually pushing back against accusations of bias and things of that nature. But um, it's interesting to see, you know, where this will go. Um, so, you know, what's funny about the uh, Hunter Biden situation is that for the folks on the right who have been consuming right wing media, uh, for years now, Hunter Biden has been a big story due in part because of his dealings with, uh, businesses in China and in the Ukraine. And of course, with the laptop and folks on the right have been convinced that Joe Biden has profited or the Biden crime family, as they call it, has profited from dealings through Hunter Biden that has allowed Joe Biden to be able to advance politically. And uh, they believe that he has evaded consequences for drug use and, you know, uh, weapons charges and, you know, just kind of having that sort of lifestyle that, you know, there's a lot of like prostitutes and all this sort of stuff um, that he's at, on record as saying that he's had dealings with. Um, and so folks on the right are kind of questioning, why are there no consequences for this? Why is no one looking into this? Why is everyone turning a blind eye to how the Bidens move? And so they're all kind of grouped in together. And of course, uh, the president is saying, you know, these things are not nearly as controversial as you're making them out to be. Um, nothing came of the deals in China. Um, nothing came of the, the deals in the Ukraine. And then obviously my son struggled with addiction and we're proud of him because he's making strides to make it better. And so this um, tax issue <laughs> is perhaps the only thing that has any legal repercussions, you know, that that they can say, okay, you did this wrong and this actually breaks the law and we, we caught you on and we have enough to prosecute, et cetera. And, so it wasn't kind of the big uh, payoff that, that folks on the right were hoping for, but it's still a big deal because it's the president's son. And I'm sure that folks on the right are going to want more blood than just this. So they're probably never going to let that yeah. go. So we'll keep watching it and see how it continues to develop. But for now, that's absolutely that's where we are. And they didn't want the, and the baby mama story didn't stick. So, yeah, they had to try something else. So. See what I'm saying? And we'll talk about her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I know you both heard about this one, uh, the video showing a high school principal refusing to give a black graduate or actually a few black graduates their high school diplomas because they were celebrating on stage. So the video has gone viral and caused a lot of controversy. Um, and of course, it has the, the principal being called a diploma Karen. So, Morgan, give us a little bit more on this story and then Bree will follow up with you. Diploma, Karen, that's hilarious. So this <laughs> happened June 9th at a at a graduation ceremony for the mm. Philadelphia High School of uh, for girls. Mm. The principal of the school, Lisa Messi, denied a 17 year old student 
Her name was um, Hafsa Abdul Rahman. She denied her her diploma because she did the gritty dance to celebrate as she crossed the stage. Now, this student was the only wasn't the only one um, denied her diploma for celebrating. There were others, but you know she was the one that had the viral moment. So NBC uh, 10 reports, which is the local station there, that students and their families were warned beforehand, before the ceremony, which isn't uncommon, you know, at graduation ceremonies that you should not be clapping, cheering or shouting. None of that was permitted. So the student did it anyway. And um, so, yeah, she decided not to issue the girl her diploma on stage. She pretty much walked across the stage, um, as does the other students, but they didn't receive their diplomas in hand. Um, So the school's alumni released a written statement saying that they actually support the uh, principal, um, saying that she's a a compassionate leader. She's um, an an outspoken advocate for our little sisters. I guess that's how they reference um, the girls. So Mm. um, they went on to say, we are fortunate to have her shepherding our alma mater through incredibly difficult years, through citywide budget cuts, policy changes, and a global pandemic that magnified every obstacle the the faculty, administration, and our dear little sisters have faced. Um, They went on to say that this incident um, was pretty much clickbait and it doesn't reflect the tone and tenor of who they are as alumni. So and, and, you know, but just let the kids celebrate. I mean, that's my opinion. I'm going to just leave that there. (laughs) It's a milestone. Exactly. Brie. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a milestone. And I thought that was a bit harsh, even though there are rules set in place that they do make everyone aware of. It was interesting because I was reading the backlash and support of the decision by the uh, girls high school and the tradition that they hold of not celebrating like they're very modest. And a lot of the graduates were chiming in under the blog posts that were posting this story saying, listen, we know the rules. I'm a graduate. And that's not what you do there. They give you a time and a place for that. But when you walk across the stage, you're just supposed to be silent and get your diploma. But on the other hand, other people are saying, you know what? This is a big deal because a lot of people um, are the first to graduate from something in their family, especially if you have families uh, who are immigrants. Mm -hmm. And Hafsa, she said that that moment, it wasn't just for her, but that it was also in honor of her sister who was killed at 14 years old. So it had deeper meaning for her instead of, you know, just walking past silently. She just was excited to be accomplishing this because she's been through a lot. As Morgan stated, they went through a whole pandemic together and her mother, you know, said as much um, saying that this is the least of your worries. Her dancing across the stage, even though they apologized to other families and graduates who were impacted because, of course, some people thought it was a distraction. But um, the school district in Philadelphia says they are going to look into it to uh, make sure that it doesn't happen in the future. And they say the district doesn't condone withholding uh, diplomas based on family members cheering for their graduates. So it seems that the school is making it a bigger deal than the state or the school. Evolution, evolution, Get catch, just catch up with the times. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, celebration. I mean, graduation is a celebratory time. I just think that's, I understand doing too much, but it's ridiculous to not give somebody their diploma because they had a moment. Let her right, a moment. and I've seen, we have seen way more happen uh, yes people breaking <laughs> their leg you know doing <laughs> the stanky leg and, you know gritty <laughs> you, you know, know the, the sororities the, and frats hopping across the stage like we've seen all of that yeah exactly yeah. and I, I i think that that you both touch on something that's kind of important um to ask ourselves what's the point of getting dressed up in that 
let's be honest, nonsense. And standing in a room completely silent with the people you already know that are well aware of exactly what you've done and walking across a stage to be handed a piece of paper in silence. What is the point of that? The point of a graduation, in my understanding, is it's it's a time to celebrate the graduate, to have an individual moment of recognition where that individual, emphasis on the word individual, has a moment in front of everyone that they've worked with and everyone that they've worked for and indeed their community to say, I have accomplished this, right? And for an individual Mm -hmm. to simply walk across, I mean, you could publish it in the newspaper if if what you wanted is something that was like, strictly speaking, formal and devoid of emotion and passion, you know, just publish it in the newspaper, print it online, right? If you're going to have a ceremony and, 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 and here's another part. You know, I read that there were other students that would wave, other students that would, um, you know, uh, like do a, I, I'm not sure that this was one of it, but, you know, do a cross sign across their, their chest, their forehead to their chest and arms, that sort of stuff. And those, and those students still got their diplomas. And so for the, the girls um, that were, you know, uh, kind of a little bit more passionate, didn't take up more time, but a little bit more passionate. Um, in doing a, a slight dance as she was walking. I saw that part of the video. So she didn't delay. She didn't stop and then like bust out of my MJ routine or anything. And then f- there was another girl who I think that she waved too. It just felt like uh, it, it felt like a black moment in a, in a white world. And, and I'm not sure that that's, that's the right assessment, but it just felt like it didn't, but like they, they're not able to understand uh, it. Like think going from the culture, right? It's, it's a cultural thing. Just the culture of it. Right. And, Unless, and then we're forced to conform. So right. um, that's just what I took from it. And let's be clear more times than not, those little rolled up pieces of paper aren't the diplomas. Anyway, they're going to have to go backstage and go get, you know, their formalities figured out. At least that was the case. Um, or I've seen that be the case more often than not, you know, they don't have them, you know, cause otherwise, you know, you're looking at, you want to make sure that you give the right person, the right piece of paper. And if that was the case, she could have just gave her that piece of paper. I mean, you know, but like you or, said, it's cultural differences. <laughs> yeah. Or next year, like I said, just print it in the newspaper. Right. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal. Unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. What's up? You know who it is. It's the one and only DJ Screen, one-third of the Big Facts Podcast. Big shouts out to Big Bang. Big shouts out to Baby J. You're listening to the Black Information Network. June is Black Music Month, so make sure you listen to our podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network or iHeartRadio app for stories from some of your favorite artists. Black Information Network news anchors Morgan Wood and Bree Wood are here with us discussing this week's major stories. All right, Black Twitter is slamming Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley after she claimed President Obama set minorities back. Brie, tell us more about this and then Morgan will follow up with you. Yeah, she pretty much set it off. Okay, especially (laughs) online. It's ridiculous. Now, you know, Nikki Haley is the former governor of South Carolina and a former ambassador to the United Nations. And she is of South Asian descent. Okay, so she's considered a woman of color. And Mm. she tweeted on June 16th at Barack Obama. She added him, said it with her chest. She said he set minorities back by singling them out as victims instead of empowering them. And she goes on to say, in America, hard work and personal responsibility matter. My parents Mm. didn't raise me to think that I would forever be a victim. Mm. And so that was like, huh? And then she said, they raised me to know I was responsible for my own success. Mm. And so after that, people had lots of thoughts um, about her opinion, um, especially Black Twitter. And she got several responses, some of them um, that (laughs) that I might actually read. This one woman said, Nimrata, please. That's her actual name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then another person tweeted, I usually ignore her, but she's starting to really get on my nerves. And then someone else said her father came to America on the back of progressive immigration policy reform and then taught throughout his career at an HBCU. Mm. And she said, and then they go on to say his daughter grew up. Well, to ape rednecks End quote, not my <laughs> quote, theirs. <laughs> so that's just a taste of how people took her commentary. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, Brie hit it on, hit the nail on the head. I mean, a lot of, (laughs) a lot of followers, a lot of uh, people on social media were uh, accusing her of just, you know, trying to pass and denying her um, Asian heritage. And, you know, that's crazy because I didn't know about Nimrata. So, you know, and I'm over here in in the news cycle and I had no idea. The biggest joke of it all that I kind of didn't see is that her husband, who is now the um, ambassador to the United Nations, he caught a flight on. So this happened on Friday. By Saturday, he was on a flight to um, uh, Somalia, Ethiopia to help them deal with some issues, calling the moment uh, difficult yet uh, proud. He was a so I'm just thinking maybe he was trying to get away, but that's you know, a little joke. <laughs> you, <laughs> Nimrata you made, and calls. You made a, a really good point. You said that you didn't know that her name was Nimrata. And I think that's the point. And, you know, just kind of an interesting way of looking at this. 
um, for her to suggest that, at, at, like at the at the center of what she's suggesting, is that black people are equal with everyone else in every respect, and it's hard work that determines outcomes, um, not circumstances. Right. This is what she's trying to suggest with this tweet, and Obama somehow uh, allowing us to further lean into our own uh, victimhood mentality. His his presidency presidency set us back. Right. This is in effect mm-hmm. what she's saying. Right. With this tweet, the caucasity. Right now, Nimrata had to change her name. She dropped the Nimrata. And took up Nikki. And I think that act in and of itself, the fact that you didn't know that her name was Nimrata, that she was of Asian descent, um, suggests that she did these things to have as much of an advantage (laughs) or to shed some of the disadvantage so that she could have as fair a go in this society as possible. Otherwise, she would simply go by the name that her father or mother, I'm not sure who named her, but the, right. her, the name that her parents gave her. My name is Ramses. That's my name. You have to learn my name. You have to learn how to say my name. Right. And, and we talk about personal responsibility. Yes, it's my job to teach you, my job to make my name worth remembering. But make no mistake, you have to learn my name. I'm not going to change my name. The fact that she changed her name, that to me suggests cowardice. That to me suggests that she knows the rules and it it suggests that she's well aware of the hypocrisy that I constantly bump up against in stories about my brothers and sisters who subscribe to a more conservative philosophy in the in these United States of America. So I hope she fails miserably and I hope everyone laughs as she's crashing and burning. Any any um, final thoughts before we move on? I, yeah, like you said, I will. I don't know how I'm she had the audacity to speak, but yeah. you know, who appointed her as the minority? You know, but you know, no, she that. doesn't. Definitely doesn't speak for black people. I'll say that. Thank you, thank you. All right, let's move on. Uh, finally, there's some uh, a lot going on in the entertainment world um, this week. Uh, let's talk about the passing of Wild and Out star Jackie O. And uh, R. Kelly's in the news again as well, talking about how he's afraid for his life in prison. You both cover entertainment news for the BIN. So let's talk about these two stories uh, to close this out. Marcus, Morgan, uh, let's start with you um, and uh, tell us about the R. Kelly story. And I guess Bree will talk to you about um, what? Jackie O. What? I got to start with R. Kelly. Okay. <laughs> just, You're killing me with this, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't envy you. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> um, no, I'm just I'm joking because of his uh, interview with Gail King. But anyways, so R. Kelly says he's afraid for his life. Um, this came from an um, audio retrieved out of uh, Rap House uh, TV. He claims that medical staff at the prison where he's at was negligent in providing care following um, surgery to treat blood clots that he had in his leg. And the singer says he doesn't deserve to die. The singer said he doesn't deserve to die, excuse me, because somebody miscommunicated or somebody took a guess at what they thought was wrong with his leg. Um, Now, he went on to say the medical staff didn't x-ray him. They weren't really concerned. And that's why he's speaking out, because he is afraid for his life in that area in regards to his health. 
um, saying that they treat animals better than him, better than prisoners, better than inmates. Um, so, yeah, um, he's currently serving 30 years um, after being convicted on federal sex, um, sex crimes. So I'm not sure what type of uh, treatment you thought you was going to get from the medical staff at the prison. Um, but, you know, I do think it is important on any level, wherever you are in your life to advocate for your own health. So there's that. And I could just leave it at that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. It's, it's hard to, I, I don't sympathize know. If or empathize, right. Yes. Right. I don't know if that, we, we report the news and that's that. So um, <laughs> yeah. speaking of sympathy and empathy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, so I Morgan, think we know for the most part that they don't, take good care of inmates in the yeah. hospital when there's a medical issue for the most part. That's, that's, um, that's, that's fair. So if we, if it's bringing attention to that, that might be worth, yeah. um, that might be worth at least discussing, but, um, I know that, uh, go ahead. <laughs> she said, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on Morgan. Uh, why don't you, uh, or sorry, um, Bree, tell us about, uh, DC young flies comments on the passing of uh, Miss Jackie O. Yeah, so this has been a really heartbreaking story to watch unfold. Sure. Um, from the day that she passed away up into her homegoing service, uh, which was, it wasn't televised or anything like that, but we saw video from it. Um, several people took personal video. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, Jackie O was a formal wild and out girl, which is where she met DC. Mm -hmm. uh, she was 32 years old when she passed. Um, she passed after having a mommy makeover surgery in Miami, Florida, and had actually the doctor who performed her surgery had actually posted a picture with her on his official page um, beforehand. And it was just tragic that, you know, that was the last time that we see her. And he since removed that picture. Yeah. But um, DC has said he's going through it. I know that he's been doing some press now and um, at her funeral when he spoke. You know, he got through it very well, but he he's a comedian. So, you know, he was making jokes and he was saying, oh, she's going to get me for this one, telling personal stories and things like that. But really, his biggest concern has been making sure his kids are OK. They share three children together, an infant son and two young daughters. Um, so he basically was saying God is giving him his strength right now. He recently appeared on the Steve Harvey morning show with uh, his podcast members and wild and outcast members mm -hmm. from the 85 South show. And um, he was telling Steve Harvey just that every day is a struggle. And when he gets up, he asked the Lord, how am I make it through today? Um, and he just said, he's glad he's in his right mind and can still be there for his children as they navigate through this new space in life. You know, he's not used to being the primary caretaker for three children. Right. Um, so that's just been a lot for him to digest, but he said he has a great support system and he's been surrounded by all of her friends, all of their friends together, uh, their family. And, um, he's just yeah. taking it one day at a time. So led by the spirit is the consistent message. I keep him hearing right. him say he's been led by the spirit. So yeah, it's such well, a tragic story. Well, we'll continue to keep him and his family in our, in our thoughts and uh radiate as much support out in their direction as possible but for now i'd like to thank you both as always for your insight into these current events once again today's guests are black information network news anchors morgan wood and brie wood this has been a production of the black information network today's show was produced by chris thompson have some thoughts you'd like to share use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app 
While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media, and I'll be hosting another episode of Civic Cipher this weekend on a station near you. For stations, showtimes, and podcast info, check civiccipher.com. And join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.